how to go from a blank sheet of paper to a new market that's generating revenue within 12 months. This is Greg Ficellia. I host the Sales Leadership Radio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And today I'm going to tell you how I did it and how you can do it too. So for several times now, I've done that. I've developed a new market in a new region for the company I signed on with and from a blank sheet of paper created a new sales channel, new customers, and new profitable revenue. And I've done it in a year and I've done it in 10 months, two different opportunities. So I want to go through quickly what are the steps that you need to to make sure that you're doing in order to be able to pull this off quickly because in all these cases I was not paid while I was doing this. May may sound a little crazy but the payoff was worth it at the end once the businesses were up and running. So and really what I'm going to cover here are some of the same things that I mentioned in the 12 biggest mistakes salespeople are making today. So I'm going to run through these and uh, tell you how I did it. So the first thing you have to do is you obviously have to think through and identify who is the ideal customer for whatever it is that you're selling and whatever the product or service is. And then you need to focus on those people. Don't waste your time talking to anybody else. Who's the decision maker? You've got to identify them. You've got to go after them 100% of the time. Do not waste your time with anybody else. Number two is you've got to identify and focus on your most important tasks. So what I mean by that is what's the most efficient use of your time what's going to get you in front of those decision makers as quickly as possible and all the other stuff can be moved to the back burner it is not as a high priority an item or a task so you have to identify what are those you know two or three things that you need to be doing day in and day out I mean obviously the very first one is you've got to be prospecting and making calls and finding ways to get in front of decision makers creatively okay it's difficult to do if you're just relying on well I'm getting ahead of myself so you need to identify your key tasks number three now in each of these instances where I did this I was focused on it was B2B and these were larger companies small to medium-sized companies and also fortune 500 companies so I was targeting VPs and director levels even uh, C-level people uh, in HR in uh, learning in um, talent management uh, those areas so point three is you've got to understand and recognize acknowledge the demands that your prospect is under day in and day out and you have to work around that 
you can't you, you know you don't want to add to the noise that's you know add to everything that, that's already on their plate you need to be creative in how you approach them number four be careful not to spend too much time on low yield activity so this gets back to the point I was trying to make or beginning to make a little bit earlier in my view while you do want to mix in some cold calling and some cold emailing if that's all you're doing it's going to take too long you have to be a lot more creative look for creative ways to get in front of people and it's a lot easier to do today uh, there are lots of resources that can give you knowledge and understanding about your prospect about their industry their role and how what you have to offer can benefit them uh, and also interesting ways that you can reach out to them that's going to distinguish you from others that are trying to get in front of them so I'm going through these looking at my cheat sheets I have a hard time remembering all 12 uh, and number five you know this is something that you want to make sure you aren't doing increasing the volume adding to the noise is what I call it it goes back to what I was just talking about if people are your prospect is inundated by phone calls and emails you're not going to have a lot of success by adding to that noise is is the point there it's an already a noisy environment and they've got a lot of tools now at, at larger companies to shield them from those sorts of approaches anyhow so you've got to think of another way to get through to distinguish yourself and be more successful because remember the timeline here is within 12 months okay six is mistaking acceptance of a LinkedIn connection request as an opt-in do not take your messaging from cold email to the LinkedIn inbox at least of course you want to make connections with prospective decision makers on LinkedIn and many of them will accept your connection request what you do not want to do is immediately upon acceptance move into your sales pitch don't do it they'll turn them off you'll be done number seven failure to do your homework so you need to do your homework and that includes on the industry on your prospect um, there are lots of great tools out there of course Google is a great one right sales navigator is kind of interesting um, there's some other tools out there that uh, I'm drawing a blank right now uh, on what what some of them were that I used um, Quora is interesting Do I have any of them listed here I don't see any listed here I can't think of some of the others off the top of my head but I'm gonna have to cover each of, I'm gonna go through each of these mistakes in more detail or I'll break it down so just you know top-line bullet list items here and I'm gonna I'm gonna list these out in the um, description on the video too mistake number eight or one of the things you want to make sure you're doing is be strategic you're looking for clues and opportunities is your prospect speaking at an event are they part of a roundtable at an event where you can be present hear what they have to say if it's industry related you're going to get lots of information that you can use to to your benefit in and in, in how you successfully approach them 
are they published? Have they been interviewed? Uh, have they been quoted? I've had a lot of su success with that. Spend some time digging. You'll find clues and how you can convert those clues into opportunities. All right. Relying on traditional sales tactics. What do I mean by that? Um, sales is transitioning in my opinion from you know traditional sales methods and tactics to more of a relationship centered approach so that's what I, that's what I mean by that you you just have to it's part of your overall strategy and approach to be more personable and um, be less you know committed to driving for the sale if, if that makes sense you've got to um, you know you've you've got to know how to approach uh, this, this person in a way that um, what am I trying to say Your prospect has seen all of the sales tactics. They know all the closes. They know, you know, how you may be asking certain questions to move them through your sales process. Try not to do that as much. You know what I mean? Try to establish a relationship and, and think of the long term and demonstrate that you value the relationship over the transaction. That's the point I'm trying to make. And that's really going to help. Um, you've got to take some time, you know, for personal reflection. What I mean by that is, take an inventory once a month or so. What's working? What isn't working? Do more of what's working, less of what isn't. Genius, right? Um, you want to, f you know, stay focused on your professional development. So there are, there are lots of courses out there that you can take, books you can read to sharpen your leadership and relationship skills and how you're perceived as a professional. Uh, so that's what I'm talking about there. And then finally, and this is actually something newer. I, I wasn't doing this back then. I had a, you know, I didn't have a website. We, we actually, the companies I worked with didn't have websites that were specific to me um, so relying on a traditional website now you can really create some some leverage with sales funnels uh, I'm going to go into that in more detail in upcoming episodes as well the podcast but um, the traditional website which is basically just a banner on your web page um, or is you know is a um, there's the traditional website does not typically offer a form that converts a visitor into a lead. Uh, it may be a con there may be a contact us page with an email address, but I'm talking about uh, a way for people who are interested to engage with you. Uh, opt in to receive your messaging and move through your sales process that way. 
So those are that's how I that's how I did it. Um, it took me ten months to stand up a major leadership education firm here in North Carolina, down in Charlotte. And um, I was working with Fortune 500 companies, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's not it's not easy work. In fact, it's it's really hard work, but it's it's fun. I I don't know. I guess I've just that's just how my career has developed. I've done it three times once or twice with one company, and then the third time was this. Uh, company I just mentioned so um, and now you know I've got a day job but I'm working on my internet business now so this is really where my interest is so but thanks for tuning in today uh, I'm going to list all the details here in the in the description for um, for this video and if you'd like please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes Spotify Google Podcasts and elsewhere and I try to produce content every day that's going to help you become a help you transition from salesperson to sales leader. Have a great one. Thanks.